Hi, everybody listening. Welcome to the East Shore Podcast. Today's podcast will be focusing on how music affects the brain. Enjoy. So do you really know what happens when music enters your brain? One of the first things that happens when music enters our brains is the triggering of pleasure centers that release dopamine, a neurotransmitter that makes you feel happy. This response is so quick, the brain can even anticipate the most pleasurable peaks in familiar music and prime itself with an early dopamine rush. A study from Ashford University even found out that music can be good for your health. Research has shown that listening to music is associated with upticks in immunity-boosting antibodies in cells that protect against bacteria and other invaders. Another study showed that music has also been proven to be an effective treatment across a variety of conditions ranging from premature birth to depression to Parkinson's disease. I'm here with Eva Januskevich, a clinical research coordinator in neurology. So, Eva, why do people like music so much? Well, people like music for a variety of reasons, both biological and social. Our brains release three very important molecules, called neurotransmitters, when we listen to music. These neurotransmitters include serotonin, oxytocin, and dopamine. You may or may not have heard of these. Serotonin is our quote-unquote happy neurotransmitter. Oxytocin is our trust neurotransmitter. And dopamine is our reward neurotransmitter. These neurotransmitters float between cells in the brain, called neurons. And when we listen to music, our brains release these molecules, which help us feel, like you would think, happy, trusting, and pleasant or rewarded. From a social standpoint, humans have, for as long as we can track, used music for communication, celebration, and to create community. Do different types of music affect the brain in different ways? Actually, yes. There was a study completed in 2014, published in Nature magazine, that showed how our brains react to music we like, dislike, and to our favorite songs. More blood flowed to the areas of the brain, such as the hippocampus, which is important and responsible for our memories, when we heard a song we disliked or our favorite song. This was interpreted to mean that we react more strongly towards music that we favor or music that we dislike versus something that's just okay to our brains. Does music have healing properties? Well, throughout history, people have used music for healing purposes. Very early Paleolithic cave drawings have shown evidence of music being used to heal. Ritualistic chants and songs have been used by many cultures, most notably by shamans in Indochina, among the Laotian and Hmong cultures. Today, more research is being done on how exactly music can heal. We have a lot more, um, how do you say, technology that helps us advance that research. And actually, Harvard found that music can improve invasive procedures by reducing anxiety and distracting the patient from their discomfort. They also found that music can help restore lost speech. This happens because when we sing, we are using the right side of the brain, whereas when we speak, we use the left side of the brain. So people who have had injury on the left side can first begin expressing thoughts through song and music and eventually work to drop the melody and the harmony to help aid restoring their speech ability. Music can also help in that when people feel pain, we release those little molecules, neurotransmitters that I spoke about earlier, serotonin, oxytocin, and dopamine, and those can help to distract the brain from the pain that they're feeling, which is very beneficial for people when they're going through something painful. And the last question, can music be common to people who have disabilities? 
Yes, music can be both calming and nurturing for people with disabilities. Specific areas of the brain, including the hippocampus that I mentioned earlier, the amygdala, the cingulate gyrus, the thalamus, and the hypothalamus, as well as the epithalamus, which is above the thalamus, all play a role in our memory. These areas of the brain are highly impacted by music. Therefore, when someone with a disability can hear a song and associate that song with a happy or calm feeling through their memories of happy and calm times while the song was played, they may in turn react that way. So the memories that they create by hearing these songs that calm them down when played can have that effect later on if they're feeling distress and can calm them. Thanks everyone who's still listening. You made it. Congratulations. See you all later. Thanks for coming on the podcast and answering those questions, Eva. No problem. I was glad to be here, Eli.